and thanks for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 261 for patch 6.1. Our topic for this episode is unraveling the mystery that is WoW. And now, from the Excellence in Podcast Studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Freckleface, and I play a goblin hunter. And this is Root, I play a goblin warlock. We are a podcast covering the world of Warcraft universe. Coming up here in episode number 261 of HearthCast. Yeah, let's not try to make things so confusing, shall we? Hey, we have an awesome add-on that lets you listen to all your Blizzard music and even your own MP3s. And, hey, Blizz, you know, a better quest log would get people more involved. So hey there, Freckle Face. Hey, Ruth. How has your week been in the Blizzard universe? Goldorific. Goldorific? Yeah. I've never heard that word before. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, they probably describe more your week than mine, because I'm not really into the whole, you know, just playing the game to make gold. However, I just now discovered there is a garrison follower trait that like doubles your gold on yeah. missions. Yes, there is. <laughs> Welcome to. Uh, Warlord to drain our freckle face. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so I actually made a barracks in my garrison on my hunter. And so I used that extra five. I'm trying to get as many uh, gold people as possible. What's your hunter's name? Freckle face. Okay. <laughs> All my characters named freckle face. <laughs> this is my character. Freckle face this is my other character. Freckle face this is my other character. Freckle face. <laughs> Literally, I have like four. Except the other one was just Freckle Fasse. That's a different game. Freckle, freckle Fasse. Freckle. <laughs> don't forget Freckle Butt. <laughs> we don't talk about her. Who can forget Freckle Butt? Yeah. Uh, anywho, so I've built the barracks. I've been enjoying my extra five followers. I'm trying to get back into pet battling a little bit, at least doing the daily in my garrison on, on both tunes. Very cool. Both my Goblin Hunter and my Draenei Mage. And uh, ran the um, the liberating for leashes. Got a couple more pets from that. So a little bit closer to getting that achievement. How's that done? You have to be pet battling to do that, or no, you don't. Um, the pets are just a drop, like anything else. Um, anybody can get the drop. They they're good gold. If you get something that's rare, do you have to be on a quest for it? No, no. It's just um, they drop from uh, Sunwell Plateau, oh. uh, Battle for Mountain Hyjal, and the Black Temple. Oh. So you can either run him solo or grab a friend and get in there, and there's oh, okay. a few different bosses that they can drop off of. For some reason, I thought it was something that was current, like the current you know, expansion um, with their raids. No, raiding with leashes usually will give you... This is the third uh, version of it that they've put out, and they've always been old content. I understand. Added okay. pets to old content to give you a reason to go back and do it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Understood. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to do LFR a little bit more. I got into Walled City, finally finished up a quest that I picked up in my garrison like a while back. Ooh, which one's Walled uh, City? The first one. Oh. One with Brackenspor. Oh. And Cargath. Yes. I can never get on the elevator. I don't know why. <laughs> I miss it every single time. There's some other raids that actually have elevator uh, boss deaths. In no, the- it's not that. I actually jumped like in the elevator, but I missed the ramp or the platform, but I couldn't jump out of the elevator shaft. Hey, when that happens. I know. I had to teleport out and ju- get back in. <laughs> talk to the dude. <laughs> what? Poor you. I know. 
I hate getting stuck places. Oh, uh, it's the worst. It is. It is, especially when the camera gets like so close that you can't see what's I going know, on. No, you can't tell what's going on. Right. You know yeah. what to do. It really bothers yeah. me. Yeah. So how about you? How's been your week? How's been my week? How's been your week? <laughs> <laughs> I can word. <laughs> but to you, computer. <laughs> Apple? Sometimes I computer. <laughs> I picked up a couple of new followers. This was really kind of fun. So I was hanging out in one of our guildies uh, garrisons, and I noticed he didn't have peckers. So I'm like, how do you not have peckers in your garrison? And he's like, well, I just never got around to doing it. I don't even know where he is. I'm like, dude, I can show you, which is, you know, a rarity for me to be able to show somebody else something in the game, right? Right. So I take him and show him where how to get peckers. He gets peckers. And, of course, then once pecker shows up in his garrison, I'm like, dude, dude, go pet him. He's cool. And first he goes over and he can't really pet him because he kept like he's on a wall or something. Yeah. Yeah. So finally he gets on he gets off his mound he pets him and of course you know what happens. Yeah. You You end up on your butt. Pretty much. And then Peckers runs away. Yeah. And then in return for me showing him how to get Peckers in his garrison, he took me around and he says, "All right, do you need some followers?" And I was like, "Well, okay." And I kind of went to my followers list. I'm like, "I don't have." And I was kind of not 100 percent choosing him at random, more like choosing him at based on some cool followers that I saw in his garrison. And so I ended up with uh, Goldmane the Skinner. I just thought he looked cool. Apparently you need him if you have... He's the only follower that has the plus to skinning. Right. So, yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> so he's important. So, I have him, but he's deactivated. But I got him for that reason. And then also picked up, uh, what's his name, Tormach? Yes. Yeah, he, he does look cool. Yeah, he does. So I don't know much about him yet. I just know he's in my, my garrison. I sent him on some on some missions, so hopefully he does he does right. And here's the thing, and I know you don't have this yet, but you're gonna have to get it. I'm gonna have to show you how to get Gore Petal. Gore Petal is this rare sort of, mm-hmm. and you kind of tucked away in uh, in the Grand in this little cave, and it's just a plant in a cave. You go up, and the plant's got a gear icon on it. You click on the gear, and Gore Petal. Pops up. Super easy fight now. Kill Gore Petal. Gore Petal drops Gore Petal's gentle grasp in his gloves. Now they're male, which as a clothy, I can't equip, but you don't have to equip them. If they're in your bag or equip, doesn't matter, you get plus speed to herbing. That's a nice change from the forger's gloves where he had to equip them and then you leave them on an accident. And I had an awesome tell me when Mac Well, was not everyone knows that. I know. Yeah. So this one just has to be in your bag. Okay. And I I went and I got it. I'm like, oh, this is so awesome. I run back to my garrison. I'm like, I've already herbed for the day. Uh, yeah. I just had to wait until the next morning. And I got up early and went into my garrison. I'm like, it's too early to be here. They haven't <laughs> respawned yet. So I had to wait. And then when I was at work, I was like, oh, I have time to go do this. And because yeah. I was at lunch and nothing else was going on. Right. You know, of course. And it's really, it, it is dramatically uh, a dramatic speed increase. So even if you don't have herbing as a skill and you only pick the herbs in your herb garden in your garrison, in my opinion, it's still worth it. So I'm going to have to show you exactly how to go get that so we can talk about that next week. Super cool, super fun to have. Need to get it. Raiding. I made it the full raid. Awesome. Now, we talked about this a little bit last week. We do have a cutoff on our raid where if your DPS isn't at a certain rate, okay, after this boss. Get the boot. 
Well, it's politely. It's understood. You get the soft boot. Yeah. It's more likely. You, you get know. the ballet shoe, the ballet flat. That hurts. I've been kicked with a ballet. It's like getting kicked with a toe. Well, better than a boot. All right. Well, still. Uh, I went and I did Can't my- Getting kicked with a slipper. <laughs> still hurts. <laughs> <laughs> but I went and I did my gymming and enchanting. Remember I said I was like 5%, 4.9%. Yeah. I went yeah. and I did that. Well, you were right. You know, wheat and the chaff thing you said. Right. It did make a difference. Good. So I was over that threshold. And I was also having a good night. You know, some nights you just have a good night. Of course. I was having a good night. That's I was good. in a good mood yeah. and just stuff was hitting. Uh-huh. And I was more paying attention because sometimes I just go in and I'm like, oh, whatever. I'll just right, right. And It's getting late. I'm getting tired. So mm-hmm. I'm not really paying attention. And then it's like, okay. Uh, thanks for coming, Root. See you next week. I'm like, okay, later, guys. <laughs> and I'm okay with that because I'm like, sure. I'm tired. I'm ready to go to bed. But last, uh, last, last raid, I was, I was ready to go. And so I actually got a tear token, and I won it based on the fact that I really wasn't getting a lot of drops that night. So a lot of drops happened, but uh, we had a lot of loot issues. I actually had to put a ticket in for uh, the last boss we did. I nothing. Oh, no. I didn't even get like a loot window. And we're, we're not doing shared. We're doing, you know, with our EPGP, but you still get something that pops up. Yeah. You still see loot. Nothing. So I put a ticket in for that. That was, we'll see what happens there. While we're on a boss. Now, mind you, I'm trying to DPS my heart out. Of course. Because now I've made the cut. Right. And I want to prove that I really. You know, deserve to so you're be all there. intense. I'm, I yes, focused. I'm focused. I'm intense. I'm uh-huh. like you know, super concentrating. You'd sweat beads on the side of my brow. You right, know, right, I'm right. just, ugh, I'm into it. Yeah. And then I feel this weirdness on my hand. Ew. I look down. There's a cockroach running around my hand, and I'm like, what is this? And this is Florida. This Wait, is a real one? A real cockroach. Oh, like this, we're talking like inch and a half, two inch palmetto Ew. bug cockroach, right? Running around. Stop making that noise. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, there's a I'm talking in vent. I'm like, there's a cockroach on my hand. And I'm like, ah, uh, what's going on? Stop it. And so I'm fucking a cockroach. I'm trying to get him to go out. I don't want to squish don't him. Don't press that button again. I'm going to smack you. Well, you know, I can't like smash the cockroach because. Ew, right? <laughs> and so he keeps coming back running. <laughs> I'm taking your iPad away. No, no this is very important to the story. <laughs> so I'm trying to tell the guys, there's a cockroach running around. And here's the thing. Most people, like, you know, outside of this area, cockroaches are, like, little small. Right. You know, a couple centimeters, maybe yeah. a half inch. Yeah. We're talking two two inches here running around, you know, just going all <laughs> over the place. It was worse like when they stop and the little antenna goes around oh, in yeah, circles. Just going. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I must have hit him like five times. Like leave my gaming hand alone. <laughs> like go away. Oh. What is it? You know? <laughs> so and and my DPS was lower that fight. <laughs> but I was telling my dudes, I had a cockroach coming around my hand. So they excused me for that. I would have left the raid at that point. I would have yep. been like, no. <laughs> I would have set the place on fire. Just done with this. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go. Yeah. Gotta burn the place down. No, this is the grossest thing ever. Eek. Are you done making that stupid sound effect? 
You mean this one? You're going to pay for that later. Just FYI. All right, well. <laughs> See this face? <laughs> I do. It's yeah, this is the, uh, you're going to get a later face. <laughs> so, uh, during the week, I end up back in Skyreach. I am just going to not go to Sky. If I get in Skyreach, if it pops as a random, I'm just going to leave. Yeah, just do that. It's keep, ridiculous. I keep rage quitting at the same boss. It's like right. people don't know how to do they that don't know. boss. And it just makes, it infuriates me. Right. And I, I ain't got time to be infuriated. So I just need to learn if that pops, just, un, just no, thank you guys. Yeah. I'm, I'm out. Because you ask him, everybody know how to do the boss? Yep. Everybody right, know right, not right. to kill me? Yep. Mm-hmm. Even if it does says this, everybody, yep. Okay. Get in there. Nobody does what it's supposed to do. So <laughs> I just need not to do that one. So oh, and then Diablo news, because I got some Diablo news here. Uh, my son and I finished Act One. I've never done that before. Oh, cool! I've usually just paid play till you uh, kill the skeleton boss, yeah. and I'm like, eh, skeleton king, whatever his name is, and I'm done. Right. Because I'm about out Diabloed out. But now that I have, you know, we're leveling through this together. We got through we killed Butcher, got through Act One. It's yeah, like, oh, this is that's really cool. Neat. So, uh, yeah, we're having fun in that. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, it's, it's really cool because you can kind of get to a point where like, okay, this is a good stuff. It's, it's like they designed it. Yeah, a good amount of playtime. Okay, that's a good amount of playtime. We'll cut it here. Right. So it's really fun. Really enjoying that. Uh, really good. Really good time there. Freck, you and I got this uh, little bet here going. You, me, and Kevin from the Dark Moon Herald. We do. We do. Uh, the current bet is, of course, the Drake of the Southwind from uh, the Throne of the Four Winds. Last week's total, we're putting a dollar in every week. Last week's total was $21. You haven't gotten it as of this point. So uh, I've got my buck. I got my buck. Uh, Kevin assures us that he's good for his money. All right. Uh, we may have to shake him down when we get to BlizzCon. <laughs> and find him yeah. and go like, okay, you owe us. We gotta take <laughs> Unless it back. he wins. Well, unless he wins, uh, yeah, unless he wins, like, you owe seven bucks to go put in the kitty. Right. You got to work that out, how that's going to get here in case he doesn't win. Uh, But he assures us he's good for his dollar. That brings our total right now to $24 in the kitty. Freckle face. Did you run the throne of the four wins this week? I did. Uh, 25 man normal. Were you able to loot anything specific from the boss? I looted specific things. Such as? But nothing interesting. Oh. That brood. Yes. Did you run Throne of the Four Winds this week? I did run on 25 man normal. (laughs) Heroic's a little tough there. Yeah, it is. is. Only once, just did it once. Okay. And did you get a mount from the raid? I'm working on my speed, always trying to get faster. Okay. Um, I almost killed the boss before he uh, went to the flight, you know, before the collapse stage. Still wasn't the question. Uh, getting better at that. Uh, a lot better than okay. that. Okay. And the crystal, you know. You, yeah, you crystal. The crystal mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Freck. Uh-huh. This might be a recurring pattern here. Okay. 
I didn't loot it. Another <laughs> game of it. Uh, however, uh, Kevin chimes in this week. Okay. Hey, Rude and Face. It's been a long time, but I wanted to check in. And yes, I have been running Throne of the Four Winds and Vortex Pinnacle, both of them out there for either of the mounts. This week, I did go into Throne of the Four Winds, ran it on 25 man, and nothing dropped. I went into Vortex Pinnacle several times this week, but still, nothing dropped. So I put another dollar in the kitty, and good luck to you. So do you run uh, Vortex Pinnacle too? Yeah, you know, partly because every single week I'm still not really sure which one we're supposed <laughs> to be running. Just, it's your insurance policy over here. I understand this. This is good. You've really confused the crap out of me <laughs> with your whole wrong mount thing. <laughs> hey, I honestly thought I was in the right place. I so, so I run them too just in case. It's yeah. insurance. Like I know I know which one I'm going to, but yeah. plus you're right there. Yeah, exactly. There's no reason not to run the other yeah, one. You're, just, you're there. Might as well. So uh, good. Good. We um get 24 bucks going into next week. Uh, so we'll see how we do there. Folks, if you want to head over to our website, there's a cool link over there. It's got the Amazon logo on it. Any of your shopping that you do online, if you start right there at our site, we'd appreciate that. I know a lot of my friends already do that. Well, a lot of you guys already do that, actually. A lot of the listeners and our friends do that because we see that. It might be a little creepy that we can see what you buy. Well, we don't know who buys we it. We don't know who buys it. When it was just one of us using it, then you knew everything I was buying. So. <laughs> That's a little creepy. Yeah. Uh, especially around Christmas time, you banned me I <laughs> from did. looking at it. <laughs> You're like, do not look at it. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, but it is kind of cool. I mean, we appreciate that. All those funds that we that we collect, you know, goes into Amazon. We buy things for the studio. We buy stuff for ourselves. It goes to offset a lot of the cost of actually uh, being in a studio and doing the show for you guys. So we really do appreciate it. This is Lita from Behind the Avatar, and you are listening to Hearthcast. Coming up next in general chat. WoW can be a confusing landscape for new players. A Blizzard recently put an announcement in the launcher that there was a new RAF mount available. So that made us wonder how anyone that they were targeting with that announcement would know what an RAF mount was. Think about it. You're a new player. You want to get your new players to bring their new friends in to be new players as well. And telling them an RAF mount is available. I thought it was like Royal Air Force. When I, honestly, well, when I, I first well, saw RAF, uh, I thought it was Royal Air Force. But you and I would know what it means. But a lot of the people that would read that wouldn't know what that means. And considering now that you can be in the launcher that you can actually play WoW, even if you're not subscribed, mm-hmm. you know, it's a little bit confusing. So it started a conversation about the initial lack of attention to the perspective of a new player. Because they've since changed it, but it made us wonder if the game design has closed itself off to new players. So we decided to examine things that might be very confusing and possibly off-putting to people coming to WoW for the first time. So let's look at some of the gameplay that will make no sense to a new player. If you start with a friend, and you both make a new character at the same time, and you happen to pick a different race... You can't really group together at the start. No, because it's going to start you and the other person in their own races starting area, the capital city, whatever you want to call it. Right. Now, some of them, like the goblins and the pan- pandas and the 
Worgens. Worgens. Yeah. They're having their own phased area. Yep. Which means if one of you picks one of those races and the other one doesn't. It's like 14 or 15 before you can. Exactly, yeah. before you can group together. If you pick one of the other races, now, for example, if you both pick Horde and one person picks Torn and the other one picks an Undead, you could theoretically group together. It's possible, but that means one of you has to know how to get to the other side of the continent. Yeah, and if you're talking new players, which we are, right? they're not going to have a good grasp of the landscape and you know the world map. Right. How do I get there? I don't know. So that leaves two people starting a new game. Now you're already separated. Don't know how to get back together. And it's just very disjointed. Another thing that can be very confusing is corpse runs in a dungeon. That's still confusing to me. Yeah. Because it- it's forcing you to find your way through the spirit world to a place you've never been to physically. Now, there was a time. If you remember, uh, was in uh, Cataclysm, we had to actually find the no, it was Mop. You had to find the dungeon before you could go to the dungeon. Cataclysm. It was yeah. Cataclysm. It was it was a brief point in time where you had to discover the entrance of a of a dungeon before you could queue for it. Right, and that's that's all cool, except the fact that when you died and you rezzed outside, you did not yours might be yeah, in a completely you still know different where you place. Were. Yeah. Now, one of the things that helped me as a new player during that time is I turned off the death effects. Oh, okay. So it turns off the spirit world looking thing. You're dead, you know, but everything's color, like everything's normal. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. You can, and it really helps because when you get that black and white, fuzzy, you yeah. know, ethereal it's very look. very disorienting. It is very disorienting. Yeah. Like, my landmarks aren't here. Yeah. So you can turn that off. Even that, you're trying to follow a 2D map. All you have to go by is an arrow. Right, yeah. Well, and you, you, you have, have 3D higher, terrain. Higher and lower elevation things, but it's not always It's, it's not, not always very good. clear. Tanks, man. I tell you what, tanks and healers have it, have it back. Because if, if you learn to tank, and if you learn to heal, either one, and then you get, especially a tank, if you get into a dungeon as a tank, you're kind of the de facto leader of the group. Right. And those old school dungeons, it is kind of difficult to tell where you're supposed to go. Right, and everybody waits on a tank. Or yeah. should be waiting on the tank. Right. And you're like, tank, let's go. You're supposed to be over here. What's, and then people drop group or they leave. Or they, yeah, you and they tank, get mad. You know, here's the thing. This is the one thing that I don't like. Because I've tried to tank. Remember I had Natalie. Yes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and I would get into a dungeon I wasn't familiar with. And I was an okay tank for my level. You know, I was keeping aggro, gain and maintain. You know, everything, everything was going good. I knew how to turn the bosses, all that kind of I had the yeah. mechanics down. But because I didn't know the layout out of a dungeon, I'm a lousy tank. Exactly. Yeah. And now I'm getting kicked out of a group. Right. And somebody who's coming from another MMO or a similar type of game, they might be able to take that knowledge and be able to learn more quickly how to do the mechanics of tanking, but they're not familiar with the game, so they're automatically going to be at a handicap. Now, up in the higher levels, um, specifically in level, joining the Raid Finder. Now, I mentioned this before. I'm going to bring it up again. You go into Raid Finder... And it just shows you different things like walled city. What does walled city mean to you? A uh, city with a wall around it. Right. It doesn't say Jericho. Any, it doesn't say anything in the description. John that Cougar Mellencamp. That it's high mall. Oh. Okay. So not John Cougar Mellencamp. No. When the walls come tumbling down. It doesn't say anything in the description. What bosses are there? Got nothing to do with Jericho. No. Okay. No, no, no. So. And now since 6.1 came out, I see wings for Blackrock Foundry. Yeah. But it doesn't differentiate them between what's Haimon and what's Blackrock Foundry. It groups them all together. Yeah, really? Yeah, it does. It's very confusing. I can kind of tell by the picture in the background or like maybe by reading the text, 
But even then, if I say, okay, I want to do the last boss in High Mall, you don't know which branch to sign up for. So wing. here's what I do on LFR because uh, Root doesn't read. Okay. So just, that's an exception. Right, I just right, accept right. it, right? What is the the highest level I can go into? I'm going to go do that one first and I'll work my way backwards. Oh, okay. That's what I do. Sure. But for for my purposes, for example, I'm still on the first part of the legendary quest. I need the abrogator stones. Yeah. And I need as, some of them alligator stones too. As far as I can tell, they don't drop from Relicwalk Foundry. I don't think they do. So that's not going to do me any good. It's not. It's only need to still be doing high mall. Yeah. I get them from uh, garrison missions right now. Yeah. And work orders. Yeah. So you can see a list of bosses in High Mall. You can see the wings that you can sign up for, but there is no indication anywhere in the interface what bosses are in which wing. And it's just, it's a bad oversight. It really is. Another oversight is that there aren't any really clear direction on any other professions, either primary or secondary. And like stuff like first aid, there's no real reason to learn first aid, but it's there. Yeah. And, you know, I can remember getting into it and thinking that fishing was going to be a much bigger deal than it was. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because like, I was thinking maybe if I fish and, you know, yeah, they incorporated some of the fish into cooking and all. But I thought it'd be a much bigger deal. Like, I spent some time trying to learn fishing. Right. But at the same aspect, there's nothing that says, hey, you know what? You should pick up th- these secondary professions. Here's where you go to do it. Go talk to these people. Get yourself set up, you know, and... There's nothing to tell you to do that. There's nothing to direct you to go get those done. What differentiates what, like, everybody always asking. You can see them in the new players. Hey, I just rolled a blank. What's the best profession I should choose for him? Right. Do whatever you want to do, you know? So, sadly, that direction is lacking. Yeah, uh, you asked me before the show like what good first aid does, and the answer kind of bothered me because I leveled with first aid. I remember it being very helpful, but I also leveled with the rogue, and I didn't have a lot of gold to be buying potions. So for me, it was something to do when I was questing on my own, you know, fight a few mobs, now I'm low health, now I need to get up to uh, full health quickly, and bandages were an easy way to do that. Now, bandages, unlike food, can be used in combat, but at the same time, as soon as you get damaged, you get interrupted. Right. So, what's the point of allowing you being able to use them in combat if, as soon as something smacks at you, it's going to interrupt it? The only thing that I have seen first aid worth anything for was that one daily quest in Mr. Pandaria where you had to go bandage the baby dragons. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. That was it. Well, that and some triage stuff. Those triage quests were pretty cool. There's those happen a lot. I but you do that. that once, right? You're talking about the one to get you from the first tier to the second. Yeah, but you also see those triage ones later on. There's a daily that did a triage somewhere too. Oh yeah. yeah so, but, yeah. but no, it provides some content. However, the utility of it has kind of been pushed aside. I really wanted to be a thing. doctor. I wanted that. It would yeah, it would have been cool. Yeah, it would have no. been. Now, here's something that really bothers me. There is absolutely, while you're leveling, there is no need to fight any kind of in-game bosses of all the old content. There's no real need for that. However, while you're questing, that threat is still there in all of the quests. We got this big problem that we need you to help us with. Oh, but wait. 
those people over there on that whole other planet, they got a bigger problem they need you to help them with. No, 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 wait on a second. Some popsicle dude needs to be killed. Come on back to our planet. Head up on in north. Oh, 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 hold up. We got a dragon issue. Back to where you started from, but this time things might make a little more sense. Pandas, oh my gosh, wait, no, no, it's just a political coup. But first, let's go back to a different timeline and deal with events that you missed out on in the first place when you should have been doing them. <laughs> yeah. There's in-game bosses in a nutshell right there for you. Pretty much. You know, and the loading screens kind of um, reflect the fact that the threat has been neutralized. Biggest case in point is when you go to Northrend for the first time, the loading screen used to show uh, the Lich King sitting on his throne and all his power and his glory and his sword. And now the loading screen shows him empty-handed and looking very forlorn and dejected. Yeah, he's looking down, depressed. And it's defeated. He is defeated at this point. So older characters going back to Lich King, maybe we're going back to do some mountain runs or something. It's clear the threat has passed. You know, we've taken care of it. But to a new character, that'd be very confusing. When I see that Lich King loading screen, you know what I think he's saying? What do you think he's saying? I miss my pony. Oh, it's because I got him. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> I was wondering when you're going to work that in the oh, show. Yeah, that. yeah, that was good. That was good. I did once. <laughs> now, there's some confusing parts of the UI sometimes for players. You know, in and of itself, the UI can be, it's very busy, arguably not yeah. the busiest UI I've ever seen, but still pretty busy. But then there's some things that can kind of pop up on the UI that people don't even know about. They don't understand. Like the red doll. Yeah. We had a guy at our meetup. What's the red doll? And we all said they're like, what are you talking about red doll? Well, you know, the red doll in the game. We're like, the is it the doll from this person? Is it an object? Is no no, no, it's his doll that pops up on the right side of my screen and he's like red and yellow. We're like, Oh, that's your your equipment's damaged, buddy. <laughs> Need a repair. Repair? <laughs> and there's nothing and this is not I mean we laugh about it yet, but there's nothing in the game that tells you that. Oh, by the way, you should repair your items, and now this guy who's going to turn red on your screen or yellow on your screen or gray on your screen, that's like you know the damage and you know sustainability that you're... Yeah, the only indication is that when you die and you go to the spirit healer, it will give you a pop-up box to say, hey, if you want to res right now, we'll do 10% uh, damage to yeah, your gear. But, but nothing that pops up to say, hey, hey, you should go repair. Yeah. Or, or, or better, like, hey, when you need repairing, we're going to pop up a doll on the right-hand side of your screen. It's going to look just like this. We call it the paper doll, which isn't really paper, you but know, it's going to pop up. Even if they just added to some text to that, like just showing a figure that's red, it means something to people who know what it is. But even just like you're saying, like, hey, your helmet is completely broken and therefore it will not count towards your armor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, something. You at least like know where to start looking on how to fix that. A little more verbose. Even if the game doesn't tell you that, right? Yeah. There are add-ons? What exactly are add-ons? When people get WoW for the first time mm -hmm. and they're playing, and there's nothing in there that, that no one's ever told them about an add-on, and we've had people get all the way into our, our raid group, and we say, okay, you need DBM. And they go, DBM. What's DBM? Well, it's the add-on, daily boss mods it helps you with. Well, it's an add-on. It's like, wait, you've gone this whole game. Up until now, you're level 100. You are raiding with us, and you've never used a single add-on. 
No. Do I have to pay for those? It's like, whoa. Yeah. How, how'd you miss that train? You know? Well, I mean, Blizzard isn't going to push people towards something that they don't officially support. I think there might be something in the... You have to read it, that loading screen text when it comes up. It might be Not about add-ons. Because they don't want to push people toward that. Because what if somebody puts like a virus in one of the add-ons? Then they're liable or something. In that same vein, we've had someone go, expansions? What do you mean expansions? I just What do you mean? You got to pay for those? I just got this game. What do you mean expansions? Why just paid for this thing? What do you mean? Expansions? What are we expanding into? What do you mean? Yeah. It's like, well, we're, we're, we're done with this guy. We're, we're killing him, right. and they're bringing whole, more content out. Okay, yeah, more content. I'm good. Yeah, I like more content. We got to pay for that. How much? How much you got to pay? It's going to be another 60 bucks. Well, I just paid 60 bucks. I just got this whole game. What are you talking about another 60 bucks? You're like, it can be a little confusing. I mean, they've at least kind of mitigated some of it by um, bundling all the past expansions into the base game. Yeah, they have. Uh, and they've done an, a slightly okay job explaining about digital yeah. downloads. It's like you can just get the game and not even go to the store. You can just have right. it all caught up and it's all part of this whole thing. And you can get it, just pay your money and you're done. But there's there's two things that I don't think the marketing does well. And that is the fact that it is a, even though they say it and people should know it, that it's a subscription-based game. You're going to pay a certain amount of dollars for every month. And then it's an expansion-based game. That you're going to have to buy. Do you have to buy? No. But realistically, you're going to be crippled if you don't. Right. Yeah. Like, nope, all I got is vanilla wow. Don't need anything else. Well, then, yeah, you do because now (laughs) nothing works for you anymore. So, yeah, they needed a little bit of a better job explaining that. I mean, it is wow in and of itself is a giant commitment you know, time and financially to get into. And people need to understand that before they get into the world of Warcraft. And I don't think that WoW does a, a good enough job marketing that aspect of the game. And one of the things that is very confusing to new players is that you still get prompted to do old in-game content. And what I mean by that is the stuff that was put in the game to give uh, level 70 players something to do after they would hit level 70 and needed to raid or needed to do something while they waited for Wrath of Lich King to come out. So, for example, if you level, you go up, you go to Outland, and you get to level 70, it'll prompt you to take the tour of Satrath. It'll prompt you to... Don't, don't, don't do it. <laughs> it'll prompt you to pick a side between Alders and Squires. That really made me mad. <laughs> you don't need to do any of that, but there's no indication in the game that it is old, outdated, obsolete content. In the same way that it'll try to get you to do the Forge of Souls dungeons in Northrand, you know, the ones that came out in the patch after Lich King, or to do the Twilight Hour dungeons in the Cataclysm. They should have a different color exclamation point for stuff that is non-relevant. Yeah. I mean, the stuff should still be, the stuff should still be there. But it should also be a little bit harder to find because it's something that there's no reason for a new player to do. There's no reason for anybody to do unless it's just a player gets in their mind that they want to do it for some reason or other, some sort of completionist thing. And then we'll go back and find it. But other than that, like, it's just stuff that kind of gets in the way, mm-hmm. you know? And the reality is the player would be best served just by moving on to the next continent or the next expansion. So if a player starts off at level one, no heirlooms, brand new, just picked up the game, saw a commercial on TV and said, that looks like fun. 
I want to do that. Decides they want to skip the whole trial thing, get right on into it, right? They're going to pay their money. You're going to get a character. They start the character. Doesn't matter what faction, race, class they choose at this point. They, you're in the game. You're level one. No add-ons, nothing else. You're just stuck in this world. You hardly see anybody else around you at your level. You're level one. You might see like a level 10 walk by. You're like, well, that guy's level 10. That wonder how long that takes. Or if you do see somebody, then they're all geared out. Now, you and I know they've got heirloom gear. Right. But as a level one, you're like, where did they get that? How come I have this little, you know, <laughs> junky little outfit I've got, and they got this really cool, where'd they get that? So you see a quest, you pick up a quest, you're like, okay, I have to go do this. You somehow figure out quest logs and everything else. You're like, hey, I got to go kill four of these guys. Okay, I'll go kill four of these guys. You do that, you're slowly building up, you're getting more spells, you're getting stronger, you know, you get some gold, maybe some really copper at this point, some silver, so you get some some change in your pocket, and then you're doing these quests that really don't make sense, or there's really no purpose to them, because what Blizzard's done is, quote-unquote, simplified the system. Take, for instance, Druids. When druids got their aquatic form, you used to have to swim without your aquatic form to the bottom of this lake to retrieve this amulet to take back to a person who then you learn your aquatic form. Well, when I was leveling my druid, you got your aquatic form. It was just given to you. You learned it from the trainer automatically. Awesome. You still had to go back to the trainer back then. Visited my trainer, learned my aquatic form, and then I get to see the quest that tells me to go to the bottom of this lake. I'm like, well, okay, I'll go to the bottom lake. Of course, naturally, I jump in the lake, I turn into my aquatic form. Your seal. A porpoise, I think. Oh. Or seal. No, I think whatever it is. And I'm motorboating along, going down to the bottom of this this big old water thing, well, I guess lake. And there's the amulet. I grab the amulet. And I'm like, why were people complaining about this? I don't really understand. I get all back up. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back to the guy. And he goes, I'm going to teach you your aquatic form. I'm like, dude, I know the aquatic form. Broken quest. Yeah. Happens all the time, so it doesn't make any sense. Anything that's a group quest that says requires three or more people, good luck. It's not going to happen. Ain't going to happen. And then you see trade chat. Because you're going into a major city for the first time. You go into a capital city. You're like, whoa, I'm in this giant place. And now trade chat's on your screen. And there's all this stuff scrolling by. You're like, what is that? And you see these really cool pieces of gear. Like, that's got a cool name. And then people go on, I want 35,000 gold for this. You're like, that's an insane amount of gold because I've got 17. <laughs> that's it. Just not 17,000, just 17. 17 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, how am I ever going to afford 35,000 gold? <laughs> or then they'll start telling jokes. And you're like, I don't understand that joke. You know, they're doing, wow. You know, it's, it's, it's the inside stuff. You're like, what are these people talking about? It's so crazy. And you start seeing some other people running around, but now they're running around with like a level 100 person with them. And that level 100 person is killing all these things that you need to kill so you can complete your quest. That guy's doing all their work for them. That's not very fair for you. No, because you got to wait for a respawn now. I'm supposed to kill that spider. Yeah. Get that spider venom sack. You just came in here and 
I don't know what you did, but they all died in two, you know, one second. Takes me like eight seconds. <laughs> now, if you're lucky, somebody might come by and give you some friendly advice. Unfortunately, it's more like, noob, you can't level faster in PvP. Or whatever you're trying to do, the answer is Alt F4. <laughs> <laughs> So you're cruising along, and all of a sudden you discover that you can now do dungeons. It tells you, hey, you're eligible for this dungeon. You'll go, awesome, what's a dungeon? And it tells you, you this is what you click to, you know, control I, whatever it is, to get into your, your dungeon finder. You're like, ooh, dungeon finder. And you realize, yeah, yeah, two, maybe three dungeons that are available to you while you can level. And you get in with this group of other people, random people you've never seen before in your life, and the chances are really high that these people have been in that dungeon hundreds of times with other characters, all their mains and their other characters, other alts. And this is just something that is just routine. They've been in there hundreds of times. And they don't understand how it can be anybody's first time in the dungeon. It can't be. Despite the fact that you're running, you know, level 20 character, they still expect you to have the same focus and the same knowledge that any end level player would have. Right, and they have no patience for you to try to figure things out. They know None. where to go. They've been there hundreds of times. They got no patience. They're not waiting not on you. Not even where to go. Just like the mechanics or, um, you know, they don't want to wait on you to get your quest done or they don't want to try to help you figure out how to uh, do the proper stances if you're um, in a class that does that. Like anything that you're doing, they're just like, call your names. That's it. They do, or yeah. they'll kick you out, and you have no idea why they kicked you out. Right. You've done nothing wrong in your mind. You're, you've joined the dungeon. You're running around. You're trying to kill things, and all of a sudden, you've been kicked out. But you don't give up because you really like the game. And you finally reach level cap. You start working on your in-game gear because that's what you're supposed to do, and you end up queuing for LFR for the first time. You get a thing that says you're eligible to do this. You go, okay, I'm going to go do that. And LFR for a brand-new player there's a whole nother can of worms that we just don't have the time to get into for this episode, but it's more of the same stuff that you just dealt with. Now, when holidays come around, a lot of those can be really beneficial to, to new players or low-level players because a lot of the quests will be tuned for low-level or at least scale. But unless you happen to be in the capital city or happen to look at your calendar, you have no idea what's going on. No idea. No. Or if you listen to our show, we tell you, hey, this is going on course now if you do look at your calendar you'll notice something called server times oh, oh server times are so terrible let's say you're in a guild and they make an event for 7 p.m you log in at 7 p.m but oh look it was for 7 p.m server time which was eastern and you live in central time so you missed it and it used to be worse before they started doing all the cross-realming things where the times were off. Remember, they had each server oh, in the time true. zones. So you could have a server in Central Time, a server in Eastern Time, a server in Mountain Time, a server wherever. And that time and your time could be totally different. They randomly hop around. Right. But even well, then, it wasn't random, but yeah. it was that's where the server was located in its physical location. Right. But even then, there's no indication when you make a new character on a new realm, there's no indication what time it's on. You have to go to um, online or some sort of third party to find that out. So let's say you do live in Central and you want to find another server that's on Central Time. You can't find it just by looking at the list. But even then, it doesn't matter. 
because okay, let's say you find a server that is because it's all been homogenized now. It's all it's all West Coast time. So all the servers are West Coast time. It's one time. So that's your server time. Good. Okay, that's cool. And you get in there, and you're like, I'm looking for you know, and now you you have to deal with the raid group. And the raid group's like, well, the majority of our raid team is uh, is mountain, or the majority of our raid team is east. Typically, not your time zone. Well, no, they homogenize the start time for events, so like they all start at the same time, but there's still server times. Are there? Okay, I mean, yeah, they're on there. So put it that way, like let's say um, a guild leader um, marks something at seven p.m. That's 7 p.m. for whatever time server the server is, is gotcha. on. Gotcha, okay. So if true. you're in different times other than that, it's going to be all different to you. And don't try to, to rely on the mobile app for your clarity on that because no. it just confuses it even more. I got stuff on my mobile app that says it starts at 8 o'clock and it ain't 8 o'clock. No. Anywhere. It's not 8 o'clock server time. It's not 8 o'clock my time. It just says 8 o'clock or say like 11 p.m. It's like, what is what is all this about? So that's even worse. So the best thing to do is on your time stuff is hopefully that person's in the guild by now. Yeah. But talk to them and go, what what time? What what real time? Let's let's talk real time. Put, <laughs> right. put a time zone behind that. Let me do the math. Yeah. Figure it out. Then I'll use Google Calendar and I'll put it in there. Now, there's also stuff that we as players, as seasoned veterans of the game, we say, and it is common to us, but we'll say it and a new player has no clue what we're talking about. Right. Like referring to people by their spec. Boomkin. Taken in. Ellie Shaman. Yeah. 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 You know, I they, couldn't even tell you what Ellie Shaman is. <laughs> I've been playing for ever. They do all that, and then when it comes to Warlock, they just say, Warlock. <laughs> You're all the same. It's all, it's to everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Or then someone will be in the middle of a raid and they'll go, more dots, more dots. And everybody else goes, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> right. And you're like, why? What, what are you talking about? Dots? What? More? Uh, I don't yeah. understand. Yeah. Handle it. What? <laughs> and they've started to make achievements based on pop culture references. Yeah. Like, what's going on? <laughs> if you haven't been around WoW long enough, you're not going to have seen all that stuff. Darnell. Really? Look them up on the YouTubes. Oh, Bills. <laughs> now we can do that because it's funny us because we know who Darnell is. Right, right, right. But if you don't know who Darnell is and you haven't seen him, Blue Blizz on you know Darnell, Blue Blizz, YouTube, look it up. If you've not watched that, you have no idea. Yeah. Or if you reference old raids or old game events or even current game events and raids by their acronyms. Ubers. Mop. BT. BRD. Sue. So see people. So Sue. See people. So people don't know how to do siege of Orgrimmar. They're like no. Sue. What do we call it? So, 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 so. <laughs> siege. See that's the thing about siege of Orgrimmar is they try to shorten it, but siege is one syllable. Yeah, that would be a smart thing to do. Siege. But it's hard to spell because you get the I before E. <laughs> I, I and give that you that confuses one. people. But they do it, and then they'll say, "Are you going to you know?" Well, I'm going to Black Rat Spire. Were you going to lower Black Rat Spire, upper Black Rat Spire? Are you going to now? It's herbs, the herbs, or the new one or the old one? Or you know what? Did this revamp? What's going on? Like I, I, I don't. I'm just going to lock. <laughs> they're dumbing it down. They're catering to casuals. They're making it so easy. They're just doing it for the money. Here's the thing: people say that a new player. Just join the game, Freckleface. They're brand new. They have just spent at least, oh, we'll give them a benefit of the doubt, 50 bucks. 
They spent time. They have allocated. Maybe they spent more because they bought a computer just to play this game. And they get in there, and you get some guys all callous, grumpy old man wishing things were back in vanilla wow, hard and difficult, and blah, 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 blah. And they're saying this stuff. And now that person's going, well, did I make the right decision purchasing this game and trying to support this company if all these people talk so negatively about him? I mean, are we supposed to be champions and ambassadors for the game at all times? I think so, personally. Especially to a new player. You want to make them feel good about the decision they've made. Well, sure. But people do that. They just, you know, we're all Blizzard, they're all against me. I left a guild because the guild master had that attitude. That Blizzard was dead set against him and getting his loot. Blizzard doesn't <laughs> want me to get that. Yeah, why play a game if you hate it so much? You know, and then going back to the whole thing about acronyms, it's RNG, random number generator. It's a random chance you're going to get that. Yeah. Completely random. No, no, Blizzard doesn't want me to get it. They want me to keep trying. They want me to keep spending my money. Coming back every month, spending my $14 a month. I'll never get that mount because they just want my money. So what you're saying is when you get that mount, you're going to quit? Well, well, no, I'm going to keep playing. I love this game. Okay, so that means that Blizzard gets your money if you have the mount or not. But they don't want me to have the mount. They just want my money. Uh, okay. Gee, quit. <laughs> and people keep mentioning Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> to new player, what's the deal? Did I tell you about this? Did I, did I talk about this already? I don't think so. So last week, I get start getting text messages from a, a person at work. And let me see if I can find them on my phone here as we're doing this. <laughs> and this person, she starts going down Chuck Norris jokes like she just discovered them. And she goes, uh, let's see. Here we go. Let me back up here. She's uh, Chuck Norris's dog picks up his own poop because Chuck Norris doesn't take poop from anyone. <laughs> Chuck Norris destroyed the periodic table because Chuck Norris only recognizes the element of surprise. I don't know why the girl has such a manly voice in this, but she does. <laughs> so I responded because, you know, you and I were old hat with Chuck Norris jokes, sure, right? Sure, yeah. So I'm like, you know, when Chuck Norris goes swimming in the ocean, Chuck Norris doesn't get wet. The ocean gets Chuck Norris. <laughs> and then she comes over and says, uh, what's Baron's chat? Just out of the middle of nowhere with all this <laughs> Chuck Norris joke. What's Baron's chat? And so I tell her, you know, Baron's a location, World of Warcraft, that people used to tell Chuck Norris right, jokes right. in because, you know, the long run and everything else. Yeah. And uh, she's like, oh, Chuck Norris is what Willis was talking about. <laughs> wow. What you talking about, Willis? I know. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just cracked me up because, it, it, I mean, that's the thing. People will reference that time in that era gone by, and people still make Chuck Norris jokes. It's split into two now. Yeah, but people still make Chuck Norris yeah, jokes every yeah, so often. You get people do. going on, and it's they kind do. of fun. But people don't understand the relevance of it, where it comes from, where the seed is. But and then name dropping. This is the one that gets me the most. Is people will name drop like they have a personal relationship with these people, with these developers in the world of Warcraft. You saw what Watcher Dev said about Boomkins, right? Catering, right? Nerf pallies. I like how your voice is a redneck tonight. <laughs> <laughs> this is what, I mean, it just gets me. Why you got a name drop? 
It doesn't matter what they say. If you look at what they say, it really doesn't matter what they say because they're going to change your mind seven times before anything happens. <laughs> or it's taken out of context. Or, oh, yeah. 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 You know, here's the thing. If I was in a position of importance, I would tweet something so cryptic that it would just be just it could be construed in any manner of ways, <laughs> and I would just watch the world burn as it, you know as it happens. <laughs> I would say something like, "Yeah, I think I'm going to nerf that boss and increase increase the uh, the mount drop." Ooh. Whoa, what's that mean? You know, I was even more cryptic, but. So we have to wonder why it's important to look at all this. Now, the game continues to get older, which means there will be more and more people who have been playing for a long amount of time, and it's old hat to them. And the design is always going to have to find a balance between being helpful for new players and not inundating veterans with repetitive information. But for us as players, you know, we want to introduce our friends to the game so we can have other people to play with or even just to collect their recruit-a-friend mounts. And it's important to take a step back and examine the game from fresh eyes to see how you can answer a newcomer's questions. Hey, Blizz, here's an idea for you. Now, as we mentioned in our main content, there are a lot of activities that players could be engaging in that they might not know about. To solve a lot of these issues... The quest log needs to be revamped to include level-appropriate content available. So we're basically talking about, rather than the quest log just being quests that you've picked up, it being more of an information hub of where to go, what to do, what's available. So a typical entry for a low-level character, for what we're imagining, is that you open up this journal or log, or whatever you want to call it, and it'll show you the quests that have been acquired but not grayed out yet, which means they're active quests in the quest log that still give experience. But it should also show other level-appropriate zones and the closest known flight paths so people know how to get there. The leveling experience is mirrored on the Eastern Kingdoms of Kalimdor and if you're over in Tanaris, which is about, you know, a level 40 area, you might decide, hey, I don't, want, I don't want to be in Tanaris right now. I want to go check out the Plaguelands. Just to mix it up, or just to know that you have other content available for you if you want to put in a change of scenery. And right now, the only way to know what other zones are available is if you go to the capital city and you have the hero board, or third-party add-ons that label each zone with the what levels they are. Or other websites and resources that people, new people may not even know about. Yeah, exactly. So third-party content. So we think the typical entry would show the quests they've required, other low-level, other level-appropriate zones with their flight pass. And we think it should also show dungeons, battlegrounds, raids, and even calendar events that the character qualifies for. Right now, it's very disjointed. You have your quest log, and then you have your instance button, which will have, you know, your dungeons and then raids, and then there's a separate tab for player-formed raids as opposed to stuff that you can queue directly for. And then you have your battlegrounds and a different menu option. 
And it would be a lot more helpful for a player to be able to open up and see a starting point for all the content that's available to them. It should also show the holidays. We mentioned earlier that right now it's, it's really vague about what holidays are going on. So the holidays that are happening now need to be at the forefront of this journal or log and what rewards can be obtained for them. Now, in my opinion, I think it's a little bit ridiculous that we have to go to a third party to know that we should be running a dungeon every day for a chance at a super cool rare mount that is only obtainable once a year. Biggest example, Root. Love is in the air. Is it? It was. (laughs) It's not anymore. It will be again, though. (laughs) All right. So, love is in the air. You would go to Capital City. The Capital City person might tell you you can queue for this uh, dungeon that's over in um, Shadowfang Keep. And in the menu option to queue for it, it'll say, this is what you get from it. You get this heart-shaped box. What does that mean to you when I say you get a box? Hopefully there's something in the box, but... But you don't know. Is it is it worth your time going after this box? No, because I don't know what's in it. Exactly. What if it's just stuff that's too low level for you? And then it's a waste of my time. I'm not going to do it. Exactly. What if it's just gold but not enough to be worth your time? Then I have other ways to make gold and I'm not going to do it. What if it said somewhere in the interface that the box had a chance to obtain this heart-shaped rocket? Then I'm going to run it every chance I have. Exactly. But as it stands, the way holidays work, you see the queue. You're like, heart-shaped box. What's in the heart-shaped box? I go to Wowhead, which is not supported by Warcraft. It's a third-party website to, to find out what could possibly be in this box. And then I see, oh, there's a mount in it that has a 1% chance to drop. But I know this dungeon's only going to be here for a couple weeks, so I'm going to run this. Every morning. Every day, yeah. Every morning, every day, because I have a chance for a mount. Basically, whenever a holiday rolls around, I go to Wowhead, I look at their guide, I see what's available, I see is there a pet listed that I don't have, is there a mount listed that I don't have, is there some sort of item or toy or something listed as a possible reward that I don't have. If I see one of those, then I figure out how to get it. Now, Warcraft doesn't have to hold the player's hand necessarily and go to that step to say this is what you need to do to get it, especially if it's a kind of a complicated chain. Not necessarily, but at the same time, even just being able to see the like, hey, there's a holiday going on right now until the next two weeks, and within this holiday, there is a chance to get this mount or this pet. It's incentive. It engages people. And it's informative. I like what you're saying. Okay. It sounds to me almost like, okay, there has to be a balance. Because as a seasoned veteran, you may not want all that information, but as a new player, you may want all that information. Right. It's almost like it's a guidebook. Right. So you can have a guidebook automatically with you. You open up the guidebook. It's almost like you're, it's, it's, it's the enhanced quest log. It's enhanced everything. Exactly. It's just guidebook. You open up the guidebook, you press the control on your keyboard. It doesn't matter where, how you pull it up. It just has more information in it about everything. And while I'm sure there's probably an add-on that's got all that information in it, 
you know, that's just something else that people need to, to worry about learning and keeping updated. And then, Right. And then you shouldn't have to rely on an add-on. Like, I am a big proponent for the game being able to be standalone and not have to have add-ons to use it. Right. And, and don't, don't misunderstand me. I'm not asking to be handheld through the game. Right. Because I do understand that the importance of community is there and they do want people to be social. They want people to ask. They want people to talk about it. I get it. Yeah. But there's also people who play the game that are, you know, antisocial, who may not want to talk to people. They want to figure stuff out on their own. Give them a guidebook to go through. It's fine. Relying on other people will only get you so far. Because it's like we said, a lot of times you ask things and you get stupid answers in return. And a lot of times if you don't know the questions to ask, you're never going to find out. True, very true. I mean, if you're questing out in the old world, a lot of times you're not going to go to the capital cities. You know, there's no reason to in between questing if you're just going from one area to the next. So you might miss stuff. And so that's all I'm saying is trying to put information into one spot so that you don't miss opportunities that are time sensitive. That you don't ever go, you know, get to level 90 or 100 and say like, oh, I didn't know there was battlegrounds. I don't know what that is. (laughs) You know. I did that. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't know about those. Raids. What? What? Quest? What? <laughs> I'm just skinning. I'm skinning raptors. Skinning raptors. That's how I play. Wow. <laughs> no, I totally get you. Totally, totally get you. So yeah, we need we need like a guidebook. Yeah. Here, that that's your hate Blizz. Blizz, give us a guidebook. That's cool. Thanks, Freck. It's time for the add-on spotlight. Add-on spotlight. We're going to talk about the Epic Music Player, Freck. Do you get the uh, the jukebox for your garrison? I did. I got the jukebox for my garrison. Yeah. Yeah. I accidentally started the quest, so I had to finish it. Of course. I thought I was doing something completely different, <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, I might as well finish yeah, this Yeah, I might as well finish it. And uh, when, I, when I defeated Lich King and uh-huh. the mount dropped, mm-hmm. I also got the Invincible Roll, which means I can play the uh, Lich King's Invincible music Oh, cool! Uh, in my garrison. Awesome. Which is a very beautiful score. And the other day, I was like, man, you know what? I want to find how much more music I can play in my garrison. But then I thought, why am I limiting myself to listening to all this beautiful music while I'm only in my garrison? So my first thought was, well, maybe I'll go check Amazon and I will find the CDs or MP3s or a playlist or whatever. And I... And I was like, wait a minute, that's that's dumb. <laughs> Paying for music. <laughs> <laughs> no, my, my thought was these files exist on my computer. I have already paid oh, sure. for them. Yeah. They are here somewhere. Lo and behold, there's this add-on called the Epic Music Player. With the Epic Music Player, Freck, you can play all WoW music. Everything that is that that plays in WoW is there. Torn Chieftains, you want to listen to them? They're there. Did you really like the 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 music in Grizzly Hills? It's there. Oh, I hated that music actually. Dalaran? Yeah, I love Dalaran. Okay. Yeah. It's all there. The spooky music from Karazan? <gasps> it's there. This thing is already set up in playlists. It's got the the best songs. Someone decided to to to, to have a curated list that has the best songs and someone decided were the best songs in WoW. Those are there. Here's what it was kind of cool. Like one of the things I did the other night is I was listening to all the different loading from Vanilla, the initial, you know, the initial wow loading song that you hear when it first comes on. 
So you got the one from Vanilla, you go to Burning Crusade, you go to Lich King, you go to Cataclysm, you go to Mop, and you go all the way to Warlords of Draenor. You can listen to how it's changed subtly and all these other, it's really cool. Now, you're not limited to just your WoW music. You can put your WoW, you can put your music rather into it as well. So you can, if you have your MP3s and OGTs or whatever you've got, of course, it's, you know, you have legally obtained them. Of course. You can add those to your playlist. You're not limited to just the WoW stuff. It does have this little fancy 3D model in the player. I really didn't care for that, but it's there. It kind of dances around. Of course, it's got its data broker plugin, so you can use it with Chocolate Bar there, Freck. Yeah, I did like that because it shows me the time. Nice. Like, a, like it'll, it'll count down for oh, each how much track. Time, how much time is remaining yeah. in the playlist or a uh-huh. song at a time? Right. Oh, that's cool. You can search for stuff. You can send information about a song you listen to to your, your guildmates or party chat. You whisper it to people. So I got this thing, and I suddenly lost every desire to go get music rolls from my garrison. <laughs> I got them all. Ding, ding. Done. Yeah. Here, here we go right there. I'm done. You know, I never really felt the compulsion to go get music rolls just because it needs something more tangible well, I, for it I, to be worth the effort. I wanted them because I want because yeah. the music is beautiful. I love the wow music. Right. And then, man, I just like, well, yeah. now, now I got Epic Music Player. I got it. I'm done. You know, I can run around and listen to my goblin stuff. Yeah, and it's like you said, all those files are in your computer somewhere. I mean, I forgot how I did it, but that's <laughs> why so I sat there and extracted all the... I remember that, yeah, all the sound the, files. The sound files to AUG and then AUG to MP3, and it's like all my Murloc sounds or my phone, and now my phone makes five different Murloc sounds. Yeah, it's all your notifications on your phone are the Murlocs. Different sounds. Murlocs. Yeah. Different, and you can tell the difference. I, I can, yeah. yeah. You're like, oh, no. I'm like, is that a text? Oh, no, no, that's this. Oh, okay. How can you tell? Well, that's a baby Murloc aggro, and the other one was a baby <laughs> Murloc happy. Pretty much. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just like that. The, you know, the mother knows her baby's call. I get it. I'm good. <laughs> not to say that you would have a baby Murloc. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be illegal. <laughs> We're doing some legal stuff there. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's it's cool. But I mean, go check them out. It is. Um, Epic Music Player. It's over at Curse.com. Of course, I'd be amiss to tell you that if you don't have Curse Premium, you were doing yourself a disservice. Go make your life easy. Get Curse Premium. Uh, if you don't want to shell out the three bucks a month, there's another way to get it. Just come on here and play around the AOE with Freck and I. We'll hook you up with a one-year subscription to Curse. Freck is wearing her Curse t-shirt tonight. I am. It's so soft and comfy. It's got the curse logo right across it. it. It's a really cool shirt. I had to remind myself not to wear this to church. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> I was like, wait, some people want to understand that. <laughs> it's like me and the brilliant idea I have to, to get a t-shirt that said I'd rather be podcasting. And then we're on a date with your wife. And then we're on a date with my wife. That was not. <laughs> yeah. so where to work? I do when I on yeah. Saturdays. Right. Yeah. If I have to work on a Saturday, that's the shirt I wear. It's your attitude. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, go check it out. God, grab it from Curse, and uh, you really enjoy all the music that WoW has to offer. Want to thank Kinsman Hawkeye for his Twitter mention, and all of our followers on Twitter, and our friends over on Facebook. And as we close the show, want to thank you for listening. We'd love to hear your comments, questions, or any other feedback. Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter 
at Hearthcast Freck and at Hearthcast Root, or just head on over to our Hearthcast Facebook page. Visit our website, hearthcast.com, for podcast archives, show information, and more. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckle Face.